This shirt comes out tonight at City Field. It is the Apple slash Flushing Unisphere mashup designed by Ken Rock, K-A-K-E-N-R-0-C-K on Instagram. He uh, he had us up. He had a good idea. We said, you know, let's roll with it, and uh, it comes out tonight at City Field. So it's very cool. The funny part about it is, though, the leaf is green, and we have a green screen, so it looks like I have a freaking hole in my chest. And also part of the design <laughs> on the uh, mural at the new warehouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've probably seen that edit. If you haven't, just watch last week's episode or whatever, but the, uh, the mural on... The wall at our new warehouse, I told the guy to like try to incorporate this, mm-hmm. kind of like a little subtle hint that sure. that kind of design might be coming out soon on the shirt, and it ended up working out. So. And there you have it. So we're heading into an interesting weekend. The uh, out-of-their-mind Los Angeles Dodgers come to town, 76-32 and 32 for L.A. this year. Uh, I mean, look, they're, they're certainly poised to maybe go to the World Series, and, and that's uh, largely because of their latest trade de- deadline acquisition, Hugh Darvish. He makes his Dodgers debut tonight. At 7-10 against Jacob deGrom, um, SNY Booth taking care of all that. Uh, I you mean, gotta believe. I know you're not going to be there tomorrow, but but most of us will be. Uh, do you? Are you excited about? Uh, should I be excited about seeing the Dodgers in person? I mean, uh, it's people didn't like my joke yesterday. You what saw, like, the, whole, the whole Trump thing? I mean, I, there, I think I thought that was great. But people are just very overly sensitive. Yeah. Obviously, you know, in, in the world we live in, people don't sometimes realize sarcasm but i said if you don't follow our accounts i said uh when trump said we were gonna get tired of winning he must have only been talking to dodgers fans and people go oh i watch sports to stay away from politics I'm like, it's not Jesus about politics Christ, it's relax a it's a joke seriously like, lighten up a little bit but anyway um yeah why not i mean i mean you're not going to be excited to watch the mets lose if that happens but watch this happen we talked about this you know when 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 challenges arise, sometimes they step up. Watch the Mets sweep this weekend. Watch yeah, people in the comments like Darren smoking crack on Friday. I'm, but I'm <laughs> sure, I'm sure. But you know, look, I mean, watch, it's, watch. It's good. It's interesting. It's a it's a good way to kind of gauge where this team is, especially where a guy like Ahmed Rosario is, because he's up now. Thank God. Um, and we get to see where you know where his game is compared to the premier team in baseball right now, which is what the Dodgers are also. So far, so good. Yeah, I mean, so far, so good. Three for 12. Um, obviously, the two triples are good. The, uh, I mean, the speed. I think the speed, like busting it out of the box. I mean, obviously, you got to – not that you have to – uh, perform differently because you're the new guy. You don't want to look like you're slacking off. But, I mean, everyone should bust out of the box. But it's just not reality. But what is it, 11 seconds to third? 11.32 to third, which is hilarious because I'm like, I don't even make second that quickly. And one of my <laughs> best friends is like, first, I've seen you run. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Speaking of uh, you being an athlete and running and whatnot, mm-hmm. we are going to announce the 16 teams that will be playing September 30th at MCU Park for the first uh, I was going to say first annual because that's not right. The inaugural, the inaugural uh, charity softball event, mm-hmm. which will will uh, we hope to be playing. We don't know yet. the uh, The sixteen teams were not selected by us, yeah. so don't get angry if you're not playing. Um, obviously, it's for charity. So if you didn't get chosen to play, hopefully you'll still come out and support the day and hopefully raise a boatload of money for a good cause. No, we didn't select the charity yet. We talked about it even. Yeah, our our meeting ten minutes ago. ten minutes ago upstairs. Yeah. Like we're we're trying to not only raise awareness for um, a specific charity, we want the money to go somewhere that will will make a difference uh, or a, a nice impact. And um, I hate being the judge and jury and deciding that, but I asked the the cyclones for their you know for their two cents, and um, I think it really is coming down on like our shoulders. We have to decide. Well, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's tough, though. So what do you think about the Mets 
not calling up Dom Smith yet. He just, right before we went on the air, got named Pacific Coast League Player I'm of the surprised. Month in July. I'm, yeah. su- I'm really surprised. Yeah. Especially, you know, dude is not around anymore. We didn't, we, we spoke about that last week. It actually happened like minutes before we went live mm-hmm. with uh, Piazza, um, which was a great episode, by the way. If you didn't watch that, uh, you should roll back and, and watch last week's episode. But the, um, it was surprising to me because obviously dude is gone and now they're having Jay Bruce fill in first yeah. base. It's like you have a first baseman, bring him up. Let's get, let's see what, let's see what we got. Here's, here's, I think the, the tough balancing act right now it's that you can obviously still make deals so guys i think jay bruce and curtis grandison have been placed on on revocable waivers and and as a result revocable whichever you want to say and and um so if you want to showcase guys like that and try to get something for them you got to play them in which case, right now, the current construct of the team with Bruce at first and Granderson playing every day, he came up with a big home run the other night in Colorado, it gives you an opportunity to showcase these guys to contenders and say, hey, look, Curtis Granderson can help your team. All you got to do is take you know a couple of months of the contract and, and give us something interesting back. Um, or the Mets can take the you know eat the contract and maybe get something a little bit uh, better back in terms of prospects, but I think that that is that certainly what their hesitation was with Rosario. They want to be able to move Drupal Cabrera now that Cabrera has proven he can play third base. That's a good thing. Um, but I think that's what it boils down to right now is just that they want Dom Smith to play every day, um, and they want to be able to get something for. Bruce or Granderson if a trade opportunity presents itself. So, I mean, I'm itching to see the guy because, look, I'll be honest with you. I had a reason to watch the games in Colorado. I mean, obviously, you're always going to watch Mets games because you're a Mets fan, diehard Mets fan, and that's fine. But let's face it, you know, the summer rolls on in a increasingly... Uh, lackluster season, and there's other stuff to do. You got, you know, we both have young kids, and, you know, everybody else who doesn't, you know, there's a party, there's a barbecue, there's an outdoor concert, whatever. The opportunity to see the future and kind of glean what could be maybe next year or 2019 or whatever is very enticing. So um, it's, it's, it's something that everybody wants. I think everybody wants to see Dom Smith, and it's just, I think, a matter of time. But I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen until either Bruce or Granderson did get traded. I think people get a little confused. The the trade deadline and the extra window, it's like an extra month, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where where things can, can still go down. So yeah, like you said, these guys are still on they're still on the block, even though they're not really on the block. You know, it's the the trade deadline has passed, but deals can still be made. So Mets got Addison Reed the last day. Of August in 2015, and that worked out pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, know. so I mean, we haven't talked about that because it obviously happened after the show was over. But uh, Reed is gone to Boston, shipping up to Boston. Edgen DFA'd, which I don't think he was the guy that should have been DFA'd. And um, what else happened? What else we got? Ah. Uh... Jeez, what else did happen? I mean, other than some moves around the league, decent obviously. Hall, decent Hall from Boston, though. Three young arms. Who's what's what's to say that the, one of these guys isn't going to turn out to be something really special here? And um, I think that the Sandy won on that with with the whole Reed thing. Look, Addison Reed was acquired for nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and they got whatever, almost six wins above replacement out of him in over the course of two and a half years, which is very good. And then they moved him out for, like you said, three promising bullpen arms that could stink, maybe. Right, right, right. But you never know on, on back end of the bullpen arms. Did you think Juris Familia was going to be our closer three years ago? No, probably right, not. Right. Same thing with Henry Mejia. And, and, and on back and back it goes. Look at Andrew Miller. He's a failed starting pitcher, and he's one of the most dominant relievers in the game. So you don't know what you're going to get. Sandy has said that he doesn't like to sign free agent 
bullpen guys. He'd rather trade for them, right. like he did with AJ Ramos. That's another thing that happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was which, I feel like this past past week's been so long. It has. You know, I was in. You know, obviously we had the show Thursday night, Friday morning at like five a.m. I was on my way to. Oh shit! I didn't tell you about this. On my way to uh, the airport, I mm. forgot the stroller at home. Oh. We did seven miles of walking on Friday. I believe it. So if I didn't have a stroller, we'd been fucking Brutal. screwed. So we're on the LIE, and uh, we think like, wow, that actually went pretty smoothly. Like, we got out of the house pretty easily. We got the bags packed. Like the baby's not cranky. We're on our way to Queens. Um, oh, and you were flying out of LaGuardia? JFK. JFK so what, okay. the way I was doing it was I picked my dad up. He dropped us off in my car, okay. then takes my car to, to their house. Cool. And then uh, when we land, he just comes back and right, gets us. So we don't have to worry about car. like parking or Ubers mm-hmm. or anything like that. So who's awake at like 5.45 in the morning to like lend us yeah. uh, you know, a stroller? And I don't have many friends with kids. Yeah. So I texted everyone on my parents' block that has kids. I'm like, can you help us out? And luckily, uh, my buddy Joe, I don't know if he watches the show, but Joe had one. His Children are now old, too old to be in strollers, but yeah. he still randomly had one in the basement. Yeah, because you throw them in the saved, basement. Right. Saved our life. Awesome. Um, That's so, great. Yeah, no, but but yeah, I packed in like ten minutes, and we got to the uh, to the airport and got to uh, Seattle. But obviously, with the time change, yeah. I knew what what I said was going to happen happened. The yeah. baby was like ready for bed at four o'clock. Yeah, but I heard she did well. She did good. Um, Friday night, we we just walked around like the whole town. Went cool. went up to the market, which. You know, you ever see like in real world, world like, throwing the throwing the fish? Sure, that's real. That, that that's real, but yeah. it ends at like five forty-five p.m. Right. It's not like the type of thing where like South Street Seaport or like other places you might want to be a tourist at just stays open late to to like cash in on the tourist. Uh, it was closed at six o'clock, so we did the normal thing. You know, walked around, went on the Ferris wheel, did all that stuff, and mm-hmm. then um, I watched the game from the room because the baby fell asleep. At ex- like we were like, well, if she stays awake right. at seven. Maybe we'll get tickets and go inside. Yeah. At seven, she fell asleep. Uh, exactly seven o'clock. So um, I got a couple beers from the from the hotel bar. Sat in the room, watched the game. Dude, but that's the, perfect. We were across the street. Yeah, and I would hear the cheers before the, the, the TV. The and was, fireworks. Right? Yeah, but no, no. Yeah. But I, oh, I was but watching would, the game, yeah, and then like you're like, Wah. I'm like, damn it, like because like. Yeah, you, you know the Mets were blowing it. That know? used to they happen. Ended up the game, though, they so used to happen all the time to my dad, and me, when my dad was still living in Florida because he was watching on MLB, you know, dot yeah. TV, and especially it was the first year that it happened where I was used to just being like, "Get out, get out." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, and it was 2008, <laughs> so is that whole angst leading? And my dad would be like, "I guess it didn't get out then." Up oh, there it goes. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. out. But no. this was the kind of thing like I couldn't be any. I was hearing like I was. Yeah. Because yeah. I stayed right across the street. Yeah. I was uh, I don't know sixty feet from the ballpark, yeah. and uh, obviously you don't want to hear the cheers before you see it on TV. No. But anyway, well, well, hold on. Before you do that, what did you think of the acquisition of AJ Ramos? It's great. Um, Sets up a nice back end of the bullpen for next year. It, totally. I mean, I think that those move that move is definitely a next year move. Um, yeah. And you know, Sandy was on. I think it was Loudmouth or something like that with uh, Malusis and whoever else. And they were interviewing him. And it's basically like what happened this year. You couldn't predict, but we're not out of it. We're still aiming for next year. We're sure. still in it. Like we're still going for it. It's not like this is what do they call it? Re- wasn't retool or rebuild? What do they call re? What they call it for for the Yankees a reboost or re- they changed the word it's yeah. like a new new thing yeah. uh, which it worked for them so yeah well there you go yeah anyway um, like Brian said I am not making the game tomorrow once a year something ends up coming up on, that lands on the same day as an outing and tomorrow is the 35 year anniversary of the BMX track that I used to race at as a kid if there was no BMX there'd be no seven lines so I feel like I can't miss this thing. A bunch of guys I used to race with when I was like 13, 14 years old are all going to be there flying in from around the country. So I'm going to go to that. Unfortunately, if the game is at 7, I could do both. But a 4 o'clock game and a 10 a.m. anniversary in Shoreham does not mesh. I can't do both. No. So 
Sorry, guys, I'm not going to be there. But uh, Charlie, Chaz. Big Chaz. Chaz is taking my spot. So I do have three tickets. My dad's not going either. So I got my ticket, Kelly's ticket, and my dad's ticket. So my ticket's are already gone. Kelly's ticket and my dad's tickets are uh, up for grabs. They'll be free. Just share the show right now and uh, tell your friends you're watching Orange and Blue Thing. At the end of the show, um, I'll pick two random people to uh, fill our spots tomorrow at the game. All we ask is that you wear orange. Yeah. Cheer for the Mets. Help hang the K cards in uh, in my absence. Don't get in my way. And uh, Brian sits uh, right Don't behind Don't block you. my view. So, uh, oh, also, this. This is the giveaway tonight. So how am I going to decide like who wins what? I think we do. Just we'll do just it random. Say, like this is for the jersey, and yeah, but or I we think... could or we could pick three people, and if somebody who already has tickets for tomorrow is watching and wants whatever the jersey wants. The All jersey. right. Anyway, the other giveaway is uh, this Degrom giveaway for tonight. This is the free shirt Friday, which is a huge upgrade from just like a random um, T-shirt. This is a sublimated replica style jersey. I wish I can keep it. I really like it. It's, it's cool. Degrom replica. They really um, upped their game. You know what's cool? Because like, he's pitching today, too. It just randomly worked out yeah, that he's pitching out, tonight yeah. and the jersey. That I wonder if they'll rock the blue jerseys tonight to that make would be awesome. full synergy. That would be really cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. So anyway, if you want this, that's a giveaway, too. I wish I can keep it. Uh, if anyone gets one tonight and they don't want it, hook me up or I'll buy it from you. This is an extra large. Um, so, yeah, we're, so, we're kind of all over the place right now. But what else happened this week for you? Like, you know what it is? We usually, I know you've been super busy Yeah. Uh, this, this past week, and so have I. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all kind of confused with the time change still. Right. Um, I got home on Monday night at 2 a.m. in my bed. Wow. But I had to, Lizzie, Lizzie was in Canada until last night, so I had to be cool. there to open up the shop Tuesday morning. So I was up at like 7-ish. I slept for like a few hours. Yeah. I was all confused. Um, so we're kind of back on schedule now but like you and I usually text about this and that we haven't really yeah. talked at all this No week. because I obviously you guys are away so I don't want to That's you. Yeah. <laughs> hey buddy. Yeah, I think he's turning on the uh the hose outside. <laughs> uh we don't um you know I want to leave you and then I had a weekend cuz it was my 6 year wedding anniversary oh, on, yeah. on Sunday. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah congrats. So thank you. So um we got some we actually and then we went to a a 30th birthday party on Saturday night. So we actually had some adult time for us. So that was kind of cool. So it was a, it was a good weekend overall. And, and I know, and you guys are always doing your thing in Seattle. I'm always following you guys through social media. So I knew you got <laughs> that going on. So I want to leave you and have your family time. All right, too. Well, whatever. We'll catch up after the show. We but, will. Um, anyway, on the screen here, you might notice this, uh, this post I put up a couple of days ago from Dave Maggio. I don't want to call him like our in-house artist, but he does tend to do a lot of stuff for us as far as the banners are concerned. And his his um, his uh, art contest just ended last week, so I'm excited to see who won that. He didn't announce the winner. Uh, I think it ended on Friday, and then he's going to unveil the banner at our tailgate party. Speaking of which, there's a tailgate party tomorrow. But anyway, so uh, Dave posted this to uh, welcome Ahmed to the team. It's a nice little portrait, watercolor. And someone actually wrote in the comments on Facebook, I'm not impressed. He traced it. It's not traced. He he, out, he does it in pencil first and fills it in. I'm like, all right, dude, where, where's yours? You know, everyone's so quick to yeah. knock somebody. What was the other thing you sent me the other day that it was like, oh, oh, the, the, the oh, snapback. The no, the catcher snapback. Where it's like dropping next week, and the guy's like, "Shit, sold out already." <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. My I, to God. those people, I always reply the eyeball emoji. I'm like, just read. Please. Yeah, you know what? Here's the other thing too. If you're on social media, you don't need to have an opinion about everything. <laughs> some things are just thoughts, or some things are just like if you ask me, like, "Oh, what's your opinion on X, Y, and Z?" I'd be like. I don't know, man. I, don't really I haven't really, really yeah, thought yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it really, I don't really care. Speaking of social media, I like when people write stuff that they're they they write a post so you ask them what's what's going on. It's like <sighs> like the like 
like the old away messages that used to put up. Right, right, like, right, right. Like, guess I'm just gonna have to go and clear my head. Like, oh shit, what happened? You're right, Brian. Like, yeah, yeah. Cool, you like... come back to like 20 <laughs> messages and be like, thinking of you, man. Hope everything's okay. Or yeah. like, just put up dashboard lyrics and walk away or something <laughs> like that. You know? I think we've said that before on the show. Oh, God. Anyway, the, what I do like, we are kind of jumping around here, but with Ahmed, I do like how um, how Jose's handling this. He doesn't have to really, like you just said, you don't have to have an opinion on anything. He doesn't have to say anything, Jose. Sure. He could just be like, you know what, my time is dwindling here, and I might not be playing as much, but he's not going that route. Mm-hmm. He's going the whole big brother, younger brother type thing. And he posted the other day, congratulations to my little, little brother. Welcome to the big show. The future is now nice, nice and bold and LGM. And then last night, cause he played second base mm-hmm. yesterday. He wrote, uh, change is not only inevitable, but also necessary for the sake of, of a relationship, a team, and even a nation. Do not be afraid of the future. Embrace it. So he's totally it might on. be the m- most profound thing that's been on social media in a while. Do you think he wrote that? I, I don't know, man. He usually is con- in control of all his stuff. Like, we know some players have people handle it for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jose is, I mean, that's pretty good. I, I like it. I, Speaking I, of, you said, you said dwindle. Do you know dwindle is one of three words in the English language that starts with DW? No. D- D- what, what else would it be? Dwindle's the hard one. Uh, um, no. Dwindle, dwarf, and dwell. How about that? Look at that. Look at you. All right, so Seattle, we lost. What yeah. Can, what can I say? Uh, we We've won. been doing a lot of that this year. Yeah, well, we went on Friday. Saturday, you know what it was? DeGrom was, what did he have, another 10 strikeouts or whatever. Um, the guys had a lot of opportunities. They even said, I think it was to Indart, I think the bases were loaded at one point. I'm like, well, this is the app out of the game. And um, I don't know what happened. They didn't, they didn't score any runs, and uh, Estrubel ended the game with, I think, a strikeout. But you know, there were so many opportunities in that game for us to score. We didn't score. It was still such a fun time to be out there, and and. It's it's weird because I don't, it's rare to have back to back games where we lost on the road to yeah. feel like we we didn't win. I, I hate saying like, well, when we lost, we really won. You you sound like um, uh, the the chick from uh, White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> Sometimes when you lose, you really win. <laughs> but like seriously, like when we left St. Louis, I talked about it on the show. I felt like there was still some aspects of the weekend that we won. You know, like we had a good time, a lot of camaraderie. We had a great time. the The ballpark was friendly. The fans were friendly, and we kind of had the same in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got to the section on Saturday, the usher had a ball to hand me. And I was like a sign of like, I don't know if it was kind of like, like an olive branch. It was like, here's a ball. I heard you're in charge. It was kind of the kind of thing like, all right, well, this guy just gave me a ball. Now it's like, let's play nice. You know what I mean? I mean he, maybe he wasn't sure exactly like what kind of crew we were. And he I, wanted, that's totally he, possible. Yeah, so he went up and whatever. He gave me a ball. And, you know, obviously um, it's going to go up in my daughter's uh, collection because yeah. we, we've been trying to get a ball from each place we go to, uh, you know, wherever we bring her. But, um, you know, from the from the pregame party at Pyramid to the game and after the game, like everyone in that city was so friendly. Cool. And uh, we had a great time. But the like Kelly was talking about, when we bring the baby to these outings, we don't uh, – we're not sitting in the room and being like, shit, I really wish I could be – like, you know, it's – we're not sad we bring the baby, but our friends have such a freaking blast that it is kind of like a little bit uh, – a little jealousy that goes on. Sure. So on s- Friday, a lot, of the, a lot of our friends were already there. Shu and a bunch of them, they rented boats. Mm-hmm. And there's no driver. You take the boat, and they encourage you to drink on it, and it's $22 a head for three hours. Isn't that insane? Sounds it's like, it's very dangerous. Sounds, I was going to say, it sounds like a big liability. And I was like, me. did anyone have to sign anything for insurance? Like nothing. Yeah. Like no, we just 
gave the money, took the boat, and just hung out on the on, on the bay. And I was like, that's insane. Cool. So whatever. They, there's a lot of cool stuff to do in Seattle. If you want a really full recap from from any of them, they probably can tell the story better than I could. But a lot of fun things to do there. A lot of homeless, though. That was kind of depressing. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, the grunge era, people may have, like, been oh. trapped in the 90s and just stayed there and kept doing, like, acid and whatever. But I don't know. It's... It was a little depressing. It was, it was, you know, you're walking, and there's a lot of rain there. It hasn't mm-hmm. rained in, like, 50 days. So it was, like, the kind of thing where... Um, it hasn't rained in No, it has. Days? It's like 40-something or 50 days. Yeah, the planet's probably not messed up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the people were there. It was like a big thing. Like, the streak was, was, was continuing or whatever. But a lot of the tent, like, tent city was all under the highway. It was kind of sad. But um, yeah, that is a shame. it was going to be 84 degrees on Tuesday, and it was a heat wave because no one has air conditionings. So it was like a heat advisory on the news. Like, mm. don't go outside kind of, kind of thing. Wow. Anyway, uh, I did put together a little video here from the walk over to the ballpark. And um, I posted one the other day, but this is like kind of the whole thing. So check it out. Let's go. So speaking of the baby, our next outing is next month in Houston. We're not bringing the baby. So Kelly I heard you're getting, getting, getting a nice getaway. That's yeah, great. Kelly and I are ready to turn it up a notch for a change. We haven't been cool. to an outing on the road without the baby since uh, right after we married in 2014 in San, San Francisco. So wow. it should be pretty fun. It I love And I love Texas. So um, you know what's nice to see? Even after a game like this where we lost, the, the remainder of the tickets were gone like that night because people must have went to the game, had a good time. Like, you know what? I want to join these guys again. So yeah. Houston's now sold out, 1,000 strong. Actually, we sold a little more than 1,000 to that, but 1,000 strong in Texas. I would have been Can't there, wait. man. I really wanted to go to Houston. And it's just like it was one of those things. That it's one of my best friend in the world bachelor party that weekend. It's hey, you like, got to do what you got to do, man. Dude, it was it's it's still tough because even when you were like, "There's a couple tickets left," I was like, "Oh my god, I want to go so badly." But you guys are gonna have an amazing time, and the shirt is awesome. The shirt came out really cool. It's uh, a Mets player riding the back of a horse with his hat falling off. It says "Ho Down in Houston." It's really cool. Um, excited for that. The, the shirts should go to print in about a week or so, and then we'll you know we'll do our normal thing about two weeks before the game. Ship everything out. We're staying at that that hotel with the lazy river on the roof. Oh yeah. Did you see it? No. Yeah, Google it if you're watching this. That's you want to cool. watch afterwards. There's a, a hotel in town. Um, with a lazy river in the shape of Texas on the roof of the hotel, so it's cool. like a nightclub. It's so you're basically staying at a hotel, but you're also staying at a water park. So it should be it should be a pretty great time, especially without the baby. So okay. sorry, Amelia, uh, we're we're gonna be hanging out without you. She won't remember it. 
Oh, speaking of the baby, she pooped for the first time on the toilet. Hey, oh, yeah. a girl. Double high five for that. Nice. Um, yeah. So this uh, is the week of. She uh, doesn't even realize it, but I kept saying her like, once you go poop on the toilet, you get a dog. You can go get a dog. Oh my god. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was a week of milestones because my son started crawling. This oh yeah. Week. yeah. Congratulations. Man, thank you. Yeah, he's a. Uh, it's slow on the uptake, but uh, he's he's gonna rock and roll. Yeah, you guys are in for a nice treat, dude. That, and also, I feel I, like the. Crawling to the running was like a week. You know what it is, too? Like, I, my son is a monster. Like, he's big. Like, you know, you've seen, yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. big, like, already. And he looks like, some, in some pictures, I'm like, is he two? Like, what is going on? Like, I would rather him run all around the house, and I know I got to follow him and all that stuff. But right now, he just wants to stand up all the time and wants me to hold him. Yeah. Or yeah. Lauren to hold him. So it's like, we're holding this, like, 20 four pound kid and it's just like oh my god just move on your own it's gonna be it's it's gonna be, I'll, I'll gladly ch- i know that i'm gonna regret saying this but i'll gladly chase him around i'll, I'll go i'll go mobile yeah it's a yearn for a nice little awakening soon and wait till he starts climbing out of the crib yeah i was gonna say he just pulled himself up on the crib to stand up on his own for the first time and he's so yeah. proud of himself you know what she so does funny. now she wakes up and she she refuses to get out of bed she just yells for us until we go and get yeah well wait mama, 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 i was gonna say mama. wait until like 14 <laughs> years she'll never want to get out of bed yeah, absolutely so we're gonna get to some voicemails here we are gonna announce the charity softball players or the teams i don't know who's playing on each team but the charity softball teams in a little bit get to a little facebook Q&A, and then give away this free stuff if you're just tuning in. Tickets to tomorrow's outing with the Seven Line Army and the uh, jersey that's tonight's giveaway from the Mets. So if you want this or the tickets, share the show right now, and you'll be in the running for it at the end of the show. So what are you into uh, hearing first? Uh, nothing that requires me to sing. No, nah, nah, nothing like that. Yeah. We, um, we got a bunch, actually, because last week we kind of had to skip it because we were running out of time. And uh, I don't know. Do you want to just start with Poppy or we end with Poppy? I think we should end with Poppy. All right, we'll end with Poppy. Let's start. I didn't even know he left one. To this, of course. Uh... Old-time baseball, Coach Poppy. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to uh, something we skipped last week, which I think you and I both have opinions on. I'm, I don't know if we talked about it on the show yet, but okay. let's get to it. Hey, guys. Jimmy from Glen Rock, New Jersey. I was just wondering your thoughts on uh, uh, a statue, possibly, for Tom Seaver, because I know a lot of other franchises do it for their – they're great players, and I know the Mets don't have uh, uh, any statues around, so maybe put it out by the the old Apple right uh, out of the subway stop. Uh, I was wondering your thoughts on that. Thanks, guys. I'm with it. I think that I think that we both agree on that. I don't know why there isn't. Yeah, but... I think Nancy Seaver really wants one too. I think she's called out the Mets for that um, for not having a statue of Tom. Uh, I don't know for whatever reason. I've heard allusions to the fact that the Mets are really hesitant to erect a statue to anybody, which I don't really understand. It's not like they're putting up a statue of Saddam Hussein or Joe Paterno or anything like that. It's like you're you're putting up a, a statue of the be- – I mean, if anything bad was going to come out about Tom Seaver, it would have come out by now. And right, same thing right, with right. Mike. You know, it's just – it's so silly. I, I, I mean, I personally think it's silly that they haven't done it. My yet. answer last week, because something new came out this week, obviously, but I was going to say, well, look at the Reds. They even made a statue of, of Pete Rose, and obviously something else came out this week with Pete Rose. So, um, But you know what? That doesn't take anything away from it, the it, memories of people who grew it, up watching. It doesn't. Pete Rose. It absolutely doesn't. But you know what? You know what I mean in that aspect. Like they tore down the paternal one. You know what I mean? Like totally. I, like I don't want to compare apples to oranges here. I'm about- just, well, I think we've talked about it on other episodes. I think the easiest statue thing you could do is you could do 
make like statues of the last outs of the World Series. I think that would be you know the yeah why not the Tom Ag come going to a knee and you know Jesse and and Gary you know kind of jumping each other's arms and I think that uh but I think there should be statues of of Mike and Tom. I, I think it's ridiculous that there aren't. I don't know if I was listening on the. Maybe it was Boomer and Carton. Whoever's the whole week on the fan has been a mix match, mi- mismatch, mismatch yeah. of uh, of hosts because I guess everyone just takes vacations. Yeah. But um, they were saying something about there's a a rollable Namath statue because they share the bulk, they share yeah. the park. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they have to like decorate it for the Jets well, or the Giants. A, that's a great example. It's not exactly like Joe Namath doesn't have a checkered history. Right. 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 Uh, I mean, but he is still the most revered Broadway figure in, in Jets history, which says something about Jets history, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, so you agree there should be a receiver statue. See, and I think that a lot of people are on the same page. Why the Mets haven't done it, I have absolutely no idea. I wish they would. And um, you know what? People always say, well, you should do a GoFundMe. Or, why? Why should fans have to pay for that? What's the money going to go to? To buy the statue. The Mets can afford the no, that's fucking what I'm statue. That's, that's what I'm saying. Get, like, the, get the heck out of here. Like, we're going to start a petition. I'm like, for what? Okay, what? then send all the money to me so I can pay <laughs> off my wife's student loans. Do that. All right? Do that instead. Put your money to something useful instead of freaking that. It's ridiculous. The I, Mets can afford a statue I if agree. they want to put up a statue. I agree. All right. Charity, and since finding out that Brian is a huge John Mayer fan, like diehard huge, all he wants to talk about, I thought maybe you could get him to sing a little bit for us. Just a few lines, because I know Brian would hate it. Thanks. You know what? A couple episodes, well, like episode like eight or so, when I realized I could patch music in from like Amazon Prime yeah, yeah, yeah. into the back of this, I was like, hey, Brian, what do you want to listen to? Like anything. He goes, anything? I'm like, yeah, it goes, John Mayer. I'm like, really? I, so I guess it's a thing now. You like John Mayer, but. He's my favorite artist. Right, I'm, so I'm, let's hear I'm something. Not, I'm, no, I'm not singing. <laughs> I, 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 it's not that. Let me just stress this, okay? Because people have heard me sing. I, 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 I'm not. I don't have a bad voice. It's just that I don't like to sing. I drove all the way here from Scottsdale, people. Arizona, to hear you sing. <laughs> See, that'll sing. <laughs> it's bullshit. All right. Man. Well, sorry, Charity. I tried. Sorry, Charity. I love you, but no, no thanks. All right. So yesterday after the game, I, I said on Twitter, "What is the solution? Is there a solution to this problem?" Because we didn't even really touch on it. Because honestly, uh, the end of that game. Since we weren't here, I ended up going to Patchogue for a live after five and watched the end of the game at Arugas. And when the bases were loaded and Robles threw it to the backstop, I wasn't surprised. And it's the kind of thing where we're so trained now where stuff like that happens and we're, we're kind of just used to it. So we didn't even touch on it because it's, it's like, what do you really say about what that? Do you, what, what are you going to say about it? I have absolutely no idea. So I, I said on Twitter, what's the Did you see what solution? my dad said? No. He said that pitch was too close to take. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked what the solution is, and we got a couple people calling. Hey, guys. Mets fan from Texas here. I think the main solution we need to have is to be able to sign a true center fielder and move over Conforto and then just have an audition of bullpen pieces from this year and then sign any free agents that are necessary, as well as Moustakis at third or maybe a right uh, Reyes or something like that. Thanks, guys. Love the show. He brought up right. I mean, I don't really think we're, you know, it's, it's, you never want to write off someone's career, but I don't really think we're going to see right playing again. Uh, it unfortunately, certainly, it certainly seems that right, way, right, which right. is a shame. But I mean, the Mets, and I think I would assume that the Mets are going to come, if they come to that same realization, I think it's 
time that we get some real concrete answers on this this offseason. Um, because, I mean... Everybody knows that it's the looming prospect. Manny Machado's a free agent in 2018. He's going to be much sought after. He would fit in great with this team. He's still going to be young, and he can pick it. And having him and Rosario on the left side of the infield would be incredible. If you're going to make a run like that at a guy, you need the money. Um, The thing about center field, though, what I'll say is I've heard a lot of people talk about Lorenzo Cain. And while Lorenzo Cain is a really good player and – and I think that he would fit great on this team. The contract he's going to command, he's already, I think, 31 years old. I mean, this is a guy whose primary you know, reason that you would sign him is his speed in the outfield. And he can certainly steal some bases. He's obviously a good a contact hitter, which that should age well. But if you're going to go out and get a center fielder for fresh legs that can go out there and go get it, I don't know if you want a guy who's already on the other side of 30, especially for the contract he's going to command. So I don't really know what the solution in center field is. I well, think I don't think that Conforto's a problem in the outfield. I mean, no. the, you know, the, the scouts were all wrong. The book on him said that he was going to be he was, was going to te- hit that he was going to be a terrible fielder, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not like a serviceable fielder right, that he right, could right. not play no, the outfield. He's, he's not a liability out there at all. And um, you know, I don't think that messing with with Conforto at all is really any any part of the solution. Yeah. Let him just be out there and do his thing. Well, but. What do you think about Jay Bruce? Because a lot of people have been on now the keep Jay Bruce train. I don't know. I think you've gotten Jay Bruce's best season of his career. Well, he's on pace to, to you know, what does he need? Two more to be his one. He's one more? 30 home runs in yeah, yeah, the yeah. next one. And then, I mean, he could legitimately hit 40 home runs this year. Right, right, right. Which is incredible. Yeah. And if I think if you Especially because looked... the, the offseason was like, well, he's gone. Like, get rid yeah. of him. Like, he's finished. Like, he's he's too streaky. We don't want him. Like, you know, and that's like kind of when, when we talked to Piazza last week. He was like... Mets fans were 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 slow to warm up to me because I wasn't producing, and right when he started to, obviously everyone's like, "Let's keep this guy." Yeah. So it's like so much, you know, what have you done for me lately? Type attitude, and that's how it is in all of sports. And if you're producing, we love you. If you're not, then go go fly kite. So but it's, I, it's just the way this the way the world is. But I think the problem about remember Ike the whole Ike Duda like who we you know I, like, dude I was all team Ike on that I was like how are you gonna keep it and I was wrong I was the whole offseason so was Grandy Bru- Grandy versus Bruce you know what I mean and versus Conforto yeah like, oh I mean, yeah, yeah I mean yeah. really that I mean you think about like, the fact is Terry that, gonna bench Conforto for Bruce like if, how, how dare they you if know? I told you before this season that the Mets would have 29 home runs from Jay Bruce and 21 from Michael Conforto you'd be like well they're gonna be like six games up in the division right right, right. it's just been the pitching's been so bad which we never really expected and the injuries Max, have man. been uh, yeah it's, Another one. Yeah. He was looking good. He was looking good. Five straight innings. The sixth was just a complete tank. But I'm worried about him, man. And, and, and honestly, because sometimes I feel like it's between the ears oh, with yeah. him. Oh, yeah. 100%. Which is, which is troublesome, especially since he has so many people that know him personally on Long Island. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but I, I meet no less than three or four people a week that say that they're like boys with him. Yeah. Especially like guys that are in their 20s who might have crossed paths with him at like a party in, in yeah. like, you know, 2009 or something like that. I crossed paths with him once at, in 2009, at, a, uh, at an indoor facility. In, yeah, in, but you wouldn't be like, I know him. I don't know I'm him. I'm boys no. with him. Like, no, I, no. Show me his phone number on your phone. I mean, other than the fact that we're best friends. <laughs> in the world. <laughs> so let's get to the next one here. Uh, so wait, I played that solution here. This is from just a girl that doesn't really have a solution, but she just wants to keep the PMA. Hey guys, it's Audrey from Queens. I don't have a question. I know you asked the question of what is the solution, but my thought process is 
there's no solution. I mean, at least not for us fans, right? We have to stick through, stick it with, stick through our team or stick it with our team, um, and root for the best. I mean, they're mathematically not out of it. Um, doesn't look good for them. But what are we gonna do? The only thing we, you know, what I do. I yell at freaking Terry Collins for his wacky-ass moves, but there's nothing else I could do. I still love my team. I got to sit there and, and sit there through and through with them, and that's what we got to do because it's all about the mess, baby. So let's go mess, orange and blue. So I think Audrey is basically like in the same boat as us. We're the kind of thing where it's like we can't control much on and off the field. And I, I see people in the airport all the time or before and after the game like, or mainly after the game, like, oh, fun outing, it was a really good time, whatever, thanks for organizing. I'm like, listen, yeah, you know, there's nothing we can do about the wins and losses, but um, what we can do is have fun, and basically that's what Audrey's saying, too. Like, yeah. she's going to enjoy the rest of the season because when we're shoveling snow, um, we're yeah. going to be wishing. I'd rather be watching a losing baseball game and pulling my hair out and listening to Keith Hernandez sigh than not watch baseball. Look, the, not every season is a fairy tale. In Not fact, for us. <laughs> but for nobody, the no, Yan- I mean, the Yankees mean, like, have been around for 110 years or whatever you know it is, I mean, like, and they've only won 27 world championships. I mean, that means that uh, the majority of those seasons are not ending in a championship. So what all I'm saying is, is that the reason why you can still have beers in the city field parking lot with your boys and reminisce about game six of the 86 series, or I don't know how great the 20, you know, 2006 uh, Mets were that whole summer or why 2015 was so freaking magical when it came out of nowhere is because those seasons don't happen all the time. So, yeah, you just sit there and as a fan, you just root, root, root for the home team. And, and if they don't win, it's a shame. <laughs> like, but but that's it. Like, there's a lot of there's a oh, lot man, of man. That's that's totally a sound bite dude, for the future. Yeah, but if that's the truth. No, it like, is the truth. It is the truth. It all, that's all it is. I see these people. And then this franchise, I can't take it anymore. And then stop rooting for them. Right, right, right. Okay, that's fine. Don't be like, a Giants fan. Yeah, see, that's fine. <laughs> I, I'm done with the Jets. I know, I know. I just wanted to rub it in Screw there. Screw you, you wrote something on Twitter the other, like, today. Dude, maybe, there's about... nothing. There was one kid that quote tweeted me. And you know why. Because like, cause my son's going to be a Giants fan. I want to share right, that right, with right. him and blah, blah, blah. And my dad and I were talking about it today. But there's one guy who's like, preaches loyal to the last out, changes team in, in other sport. I'm like... We kind of both said like we're 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 diehard baseball fans. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, like that super diehard in anything. Except I'm a for diehard. Baseball. I'm a diehard baseball fan. Islanders. I'm a diehard hockey fan. Like yeah, yeah. that's it. Right. Like I, I I like the Nets because I don't like the Knicks, and that's how that was. And like with football, I grew, rooted for the Jets growing up. I'll root for the Giants. Shit, like you know, move some team to Long Island. I'll root for them too. Like I don't <laughs> I don't care, man. And guess what? Like you're gonna learn after you're like 20 years old that like. Life, you can do it however the hell you want to, and you don't have to care about how. And it's very short, so enjoy it. Yeah. So, um, speaking good of good luck in the upcoming school year, though. Speaking of teams, um, let's check this one out. What's up, guys? This is Dan in Chicago. I gotta say that you, your show has been uh, instrumental in keeping me connected to Mets culture ever since I moved from Connecticut to Chicago. Literally the day the Cubs won the NLCS, you're keeping me sane out here in Cubs country. My uh, my question to you is: Besides our beloved orange and blue, what teams' jerseys and their whole look do you appreciate? Not only their current set of jerseys, but their throwbacks and everything throughout history. Which ones do you like the most? Appreciate it, guys. Let's go Mets. Awesome. That's a question right up my alley. Very good. So I'll let you go first. I I know my answer, but I'll let you go first. I would I would sort them into specific categories. Like the best traditional uniform set to me 
is the Cardinals. Oh, I was going to say that too. Yeah, I mean the Cardinals. When I went to Majestic, uh, not to cut butt in, yeah. but like their jersey is still the most intricate and hard to make. The chain stitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which we talked. You, you actually said it when yeah. I was live. I assume I, that's what that is. It, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. Sure. Yeah, it was the the chain stitch on the front of the Cardinals jerseys. I think it's the only jersey that still rocks that. It's a throwback, old school look, mm-hmm. and um, I yeah. like that a lot. And Bill Dewitt is very uh, involved in the look of the team. In fact, there was a phenomenon that was going on that the logo of the Cardinals. Jersey was actually shifting lower and lower as they were manufactured later and later uh-huh. in the, over the years. And he was very passionate about we need to move it up. And, and he got Majestic to move up the logo. There's uh, Paul Lucas. So on it's not like on your. Like, right. Yeah. Because it was starting to sag all the way down here. And they're like, guys, what's going on? We need yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, this is the it team may have been like the shape, Yeah. It may have been like the shape of the jerseys and like where the buttons lie, too. Yeah. It's like you can't have something go across the chest with. With the buttons where they are, so yeah. Um, so, but I—that's for traditional. Yeah, uh, you guys were in Seattle. I love what the Mariners are doing, bringing back the teal, and I do like their throwback with the with the royal and the yellow. Um, so I really enjoy that. I mean, you know, I I as far as throwback though, like yeah. there was something recently on um, I don't know Twitter somewhere about the the designers of the old rainbow Astros uniform. An exclusive story by Paul Lucas. Was it? Yeah. That yeah. one's really cool, yeah. and I always everybody liked... loves those uh, those uh, tequila sunrise jerseys. Yeah, even though um, it's very simple, I always like the White Sox too. Yeah, um, I was always I don't know why I just like just it's like inter- the White Sox. It's interesting you say simple that because black and white. The White Sox have had such a checkered past with their uniforms. They wore red and white. They did the whole Bill Vec, uh shorts era that uh, Michael Cage just brought up the other day on Yes. Um, they've done you know with the pajama thing. They've been the the you know, black sock. I mean everything like you know with the with the uh, they've had such a weird uniform history. They've had different. Kind of logo sets and colors and everything, mm-hmm. you know. They did, but you know, what I mean, like the, the, like the basic. You know what I mean, like the basic. Yeah, just what such as I was a fan of that. Cool. Speaking of jerseys, though, you and I were bouncing ideas off each other for next year's um, the Seven Line Army jerseys yeah. for 2018 because each year we're going to be selling a different one. I think there's one left in size extra large total. One left for the 2017 jersey. If you want to pick that up, go to the sevenline.com right now. But um, I bounced an idea off of you about just the straight NY on the chest instead of the Mets. Yeah. Um, and you said you were kind of not hesitant, but you're like, oh, are people going to try to compare us to the Yankees? But we're not. It's not like we've never had that on a chest before. True. Um, and they're not the only team that does a chest logo. True. Um, so we'll see. Maybe I like it. We'll see what happens. We'll, I, we'll get some designs up and, yeah. and see what's going on on that. But I like the old school look of just the straight NY. Um, as far as the Mets are concerned, I think a lot of people uh, gravitate towards the racing stripe as their yeah. favorite. Do you think that's because they uh, won in it? They won in it. I don't know. I like pullover V-necks. I mean, it's just uh, it's I like that style. Well, it does sort of bring up the point. Why do baseball jerseys have buttons? Why have, Why are they buttons? I have no There's idea. no point. I, there is no point. The we've we were talking a lot about the the jersey for next year, and I mentioned the the Under Armour the faux. Oh yeah, flannel. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those have fake buttons on them. Oh really? Yeah, that's so, weird. See, that's a little too much. Like this is all sublimated too. Like from far yeah. away, you can't tell that. I mean, there's buttons on here, but you can't tell from the camera here that this is not. Um, the buttons just, aren't they're not on a baseball jersey now functional. I would argue that you we've seen players get the ball lost in between there, in between the jersey placket. Right, right. That arguably they they're they're a, a deterrent. 
to the the function of yeah, a baseball I, uniform. It, they make no, it makes absolutely no sense. For fans, it makes sense because you might want to keep it open on a hot day or whatever. But players, it's, it is what it is. Some people saying, like, what about the New York's? What about the 87 New York script for the jersey next year? We talked about I love the, the, road, the road yeah. scripts. But oh, oh, as far as the R jerseys, like yeah. you were saying, how about just yeah. New York? But they've never worn just New York at home. Uh, at home and right. our jerseys are for home. So, I mean, you can wear them on the road too, but, like, it comes with our home package. So I don't think New York makes really Although you do sense. have them if you do put the Mets patch on there. It, it's... I mean, whatever. We can just buck the system. It doesn't matter. We can do whatever we, we want. We but... can. We can buck the system. <laughs> good at that. All right. We'll do a couple more here. Before I know people are probably watching. Like, hey, let's get to the softball news. But we we'll got get some there. questions here. We skipped them last week. we got yeah, to gotta... switch it up. What's up, Darren and Brian? This is uh, Roman from San Francisco, California. Um, quick question for you. With the uh, summer in full tilt and uh, Big Brother uh, kind of getting... Uh, into the mix of things in the middle of the summer. If you had a choice to join a game show, this could be combo or individual. Would you guys like to do uh, join Big Brother, The Amazing Race, possibly as a deal, that'd be kind of cool, or Survivor? I know you guys talk about those three games a lot. So would it be Big Brother, uh, Amazing Race, or Survivor? What, what choice of uh, game show would you guys like to be on individually or as a team? Thanks, guys. Let's go Mets. I've never seen an episode of Amazing Race really? in my life. Yeah. yeah. Kelly talks about it sometimes. Is it still even on the air? It is. I have never they seen it. They win like the best reality show Emmy like every really? single year. When, what day of the week is it on? I don't even I don't watch anymore. <laughs> I used to watch it. I used to watch it all the time. I think they moved it at one point to Fridays, but I don't know if they're still there. They used to be on Sunday. Like they used to be on right after sixty minutes, so they used to get this big lead. Probably, in they probably kept it football on Sunday, sixty then. minutes. I don't think it's on Sundays anymore. I don't know. I know Big Brother is, but the um, I think I would win. I think I could win Big Brother. I think you could win Big Brother, but I don't. Can't, I can't take off the whole summer. Right. Same thing with me. So I would love to be on Big Brother. Maybe when I'm Kevin's age and uh, I'm not really as responsible for as many things, man, and there's more employees in the seven line, maybe I could do it. But did you watch last night? Uh, I did not. Okay. Well, it's it's it was not a good episode. But no. No, but you know what what happens, right? Like, you know they have that halting, halting hacks, hacks bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she used it, and nobody went home. It's it's stupid. And nobody went home. No, so it wasn't but, even like a replacement. No, or something so stupid. Like that? But then they had the uh, hoh immediately after she yeah. used it, and Josh won it. So obviously they're gonna go right back up. <laughs> this is good. I hate those two, man. They have some serious issues, especially that girl, man. She thinks she looks so, so shiny today. Well, you need some powder, need, man. We need a makeup girl here. I was gonna say that's somebody Dominique uh, for uh, Boomer and Carton back in the day. Uh, we need someone putting some powder on. Yeah. I think that's all she did. She basically got them ready before the show and then sat next to Al Dukes looking think, pretty. I was going to say, I don't think she needed to do much more than that, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. All right, a couple more here, and then we'll get the poppy. This might be the call of the week, by the way. Okay. Yo, what up, guys? It's Sean in Charleston. I was driving down the street yesterday listening to the Jose Reyes reggaeton album, just chilling. Stopped at the stop sign, checked my Twitter. I see the orange or blue thing says, how do we fix the Mets? The first thing you do, you call Tanya Harden. You see if she's got the number for those guys that took out Nancy Kerrigan. You hire those guys to take out the Nats. Then you bring up T-Ball. We win every game left on the schedule. We go to the World Series, and we win the whole fucking thing. Let's go Mets. <laughs> It's a plan. Well, it's at least a plan. Well, we're not advocating violence against the Nationals. It seems like a good plan. Take the Nationals out, bring Tebow up, win every freaking game in the rest of the season, and win the World Series. So if there was a call of the week, I think that would have to be it. 
I didn't listen to Pop yet, though. So I don't have no idea what he said. I didn't even know that he called. He has to. He knows. Normally, he like runs his script by me. <laughs> I don't know what he said. I don't either. I just saved it. I just wrote Poppy here. So it's just time to check in with old time baseball. Checking in with the Pop, Coach Poppy. This is Coach Poppy. Lou Gehrig replaced an injured baseball player on June first, nineteen twenty-five, and did not relinqu- relinquish that post until April third, nineteen thirty-nine, playing two thousand one hundred thirty consecutive games. His record was broken on August twenty-fourth, nineteen sixty, by Cal Ripken. Will there ever be another Iron Man? That's my question. Bring back all-time baseball. Well, I, I I don't think Cal Ripken broke in nineteen sixty. I think it was nineteen ninety five. Either way, but it doesn't. He's matter. basically saying, is there going to be any guys in there that have the balls to play every single day? And um, no. no, I don't think. I think there it's over. Not. It's over. It's there, the same reason why guys aren't throwing complete games anymore. You if, know, they are, but not consistently. If you, know? you look at if you look, well, it's another reason why too. You know, you don't want to. You don't want anybody to get Wally pipped, right? You don't want anybody to not come, not want to come out, so they get Wally pipped. You know, it's like, okay, now this guy took my spot, and now he's off to the races. But if you look at how the sport is trending, like, um, like the NBA, these guys are taking off like full games all the time, like well, two, especially three games once at a they're time. in. You know, once they're in, like, sure. and, and then it's the kind of thing where people pay good money for these tickets, and all the starters are not are sitting. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Uh, as far as baseball is concerned, no, I think that's over. I think Poppy's old time baseball has got to let that one die. I don't. I, yeah, I mean. I don't even honestly think the way the game is played anymore that it would even be beneficial to anybody to be an Iron Man ever again. I mean, you look at all these like active streaks; they'll show you, and it's like three hundred and sixty-two games. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and then somebody takes a day. I mean, I honestly, I don't get how these guys played the game like that. I, I, it's it's a marvel to see these guys that they would go out and play double headers and catch both ends of double headers and still had fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year careers. At the same time, you know they're the game is different, mm-hmm. um, and you can like that or dislike it. I know my grandfather doesn't like it, but you know, times they are changing. Um, speaking of streaks, did you think that A Rod was really going to hang it up, or did you think he was going to come back and hit those few extra home runs to get the record? I thought he'd come back, not to the like, record, but break the milestone. I thought he'd come so back I'm to get seven hundred. I, I definitely thought he'd come back to like Miami, but I think that A Rod sees a clear path back to baseball's good graces and baseball fans' good graces, specifically baseball writers' good graces, because joining the media and becoming like a beloved figure, and he is good at what he does. Like I they're think call, they're calling the game tomorrow. Uh, him and, yes, and KB. KB. I think that A-Rod sees a very – I think he values the Hall of Fame more than 700 home runs, and I think this is step one in the rehab tour of his image. Um, He's in J-Lo's so, Hall of Fame right now. Yeah, well, wouldn't we all like to be? <laughs> Not me. I'm married. The same, but you know, <laughs> I'm, fucking with I'm just you. saying. Anyway, so we do have the graphic up here on the screen if you're watching live. If you're listening afterwards on iTunes and SoundCloud, we appreciate your downloads. Maybe click subscribe, leave us a rating, tell your friends that uh, you watch the show, and help us uh, bring our ratings up the charts. Bring our um, ratings. Number whatever. one. Bring, yeah, number one. We were like number two last week, but whatever. Yeah? Um, For Piazza? You know what it is? The It all depends on when you check it. We may have very well been number one for a little bit, but then like it really just depends on when you check it. So if you refresh it like an hour later, you can move around. You know what? And iTunes doesn't ever tell you anything. They don't tell you how many people subscribe. Yeah. They don't tell you how many views or downloads you have. It's right. all like whoever, wherever it's posted. So iTunes is weird. They keep everything so secretive. So we don't really actually know. Can I ask you a quick question before you get onto the softball stuff, which okay. I know people are waited with bated breath on? But <laughs> um, how do you feel 
very briefly about steroid guys in the Hall of Fame. Do you not care? I do care. Um, like Barry Bonds, should he be in the Hall of Fame? No, I mean, I don't think so. If I was a voter, no? I wouldn't vote for anyone who was, was uh, proven to be guilty. Then no, I wouldn't. I well, wouldn't. theoretically, he's never been proven to be guilty. Okay, then I don't know. I'm, it's, good, it's a good thing I don't have a vote. But if there was, you know, if guys were convicted or it was proven or whatever, uh, then no. If, if it was, so, if it was just speculation, they then they would get my vote. Unless, so you draw the line at failed tests. Yes. Yeah. The failed test on the record, like with a suspension, like Manny Ramirez, or failed test in the anonymous like 2003 thing where they say like David Ortiz failed. Um. It's such a gray area. I'm glad I don't have a. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. That's but, fine. Um, I'd say let them all in. I say it was an era in baseball where owners well, willingly turned fault. A, tur- yeah. he willingly turned a blind eye to right, it to, right, right. to increase the popularity of the sport after the strike. And I say this: everybody like Barry Bonds, who was a Hall of Famer before he took a steroid. If you read Game of Shadows, it pinpoints exactly when he started. Guys like that, they were Hall of Famers before they started. I contend that. Guys like middle relievers that you will never know, guys like the Graham Lloyds or whatever of the world, that I don't even know if Graham tested positive, so don't, don't you know, I'm sorry, don't like sue me or anything like that. Sorry, Graham. I, I, he might have been, he might have been on there at some point. Um, those are the guys who came back five, six days in a row and were throwing 97 miles an hour every single day. They were just on just as much juice as the guys hitting 460 foot home runs. So I say you got to let them all in. You have to. In my I, opinion, I think someone said, like, just make everything legal. It just, you know, if they want to ruin their bodies and make everything legal, but then it, it makes the other guys that don't want to do it have to do it because if everyone's juicing, you kind of right. have to, like, make it an even playing sure, field. Sure, sure, of course. Um, there okay. was a question here we're not going to get to because we just don't have the time, but uh, Rally Man asked, like, what aspect of baseball do we like the most? Is uh-huh. it pitching, fielding, or hitting? And as, as, a, as, a, as a fan, what do you like watching? Some people, like, they love 1-1 games or 0-0 zero, yeah. zero games. I, I'm not a fan of that. I like hitting. Um, I like a lot of runs. I like home runs. I don't know about you, but uh, we're going to skip that question for the week. But I, I would say hitting. I, would, I always said I liked the pitcher's duel, but, you know, it's – one of those things that as the game has changed, there are so few of them that sometimes a game like the other night where they're down five zip and they come storming back, it's fun. Yeah. So softball, charity softball game, the first inaugural, no, that's not the right thing, the inaugural softball event uh, at MCU Park, September 30th uh, at Coney Island. So home of the Brooklyn Cyclones is where we'll be playing. 16 teams were randomly selected. I think 47 teams signed up. The way that it worked was you uh, you sign up your team. I think it's 600 bucks per team. Each player gets uh, gets to play at least one game. If you win, you move on. You get a T-shirt. Each team gets a different colored T-shirt, a voucher for food, and a voucher for a free ticket to a game in August, like in a couple of weeks. So a lot goes into this, and every dollar on top of what's um, going towards the event to pay for all this stuff goes to charity. If you watched the beginning of the show, we didn't select one yet. It's my fault. I can't really... They can't come up with an answer. So maybe I'll have to work together with you and Keith and whoever else wants to help me out and, and come up with it because uh, we haven't selected that yet. But good thing is the event's not until September, so we have some time to figure that out. Tickets to Gannon will, will be $10 for spectators with $5 of that going back to the charity. So without further ado, these are the selected teams. And I think that you, they probably already know because I think credit cards. Did you get uh, anything? Did you? I, I haven't checked yet. So, um these are the teams. I know it's hard to see here, so I'm going to zoom in. I just wanted to show the, the viewers or the listeners if they want to check afterwards. This is what was sent to us from the Cyclones. We did not select these. I'll, I'll zoom in for a second, but the, the yellow lines are the ones that got selected. I don't know how they selected them. Um, and I'll zoom in here and I'll read out the team names. Uh, Keith Blagnick, 
So Keith Blacknick, uh, Media Goon, is one team. His team name is Keith Blacknick. <laughs> you didn't choose a team name. You got selected. Too sweet. Uh, Jimmy Bellington, Queens Chaos. Andrew Indart, The Generals. Tim Murray, The Mulcahy's Crew. Oh, we got to talk about Mulcahy's. Yes. Michael Shea, New York Sunshine. Brittany Fuller, Guardians of the Galaxy. Phenomenal name. George McCourt, The Breakfast Club. Michael Cabrera, New Jersey Bets. Michael Finn, 60 Last Stop. Dave Campanaro, The Wolf Pack. Katie, is that an L? Lagelli, Jaeger Bombers. Maybe an I. Steven Stadmeyer. Stadmeyer? Stadmeyer? Whatever. Steven Lightning Storm. Evan Mariariano? Mayonario? I'm, I'm not very good at pronunciation, but Evan, the Queen's Finest, Thomas Giovanello, the Steves, and John Jankowski, the Griswolds. So, th- so those are the 16 teams that will be participating on September 30th, MCU Park. Hopefully you guys can come out and make it out. I threw my back out again on Monday. I'm moving around pretty good today. Oh, good. But, uh, well, that's I, good. Thanks I hope I could your, play. <laughs> thanks for telling your manager that you just threw your back out. Well, if I can't play, I'll have to have someone take my spot. But um, Lizzie's team wasn't selected. She was a little bummed out. So if we, if we have a spot, I know uh, we signed up Kelly's cousin mm-hmm. to play. If she can't make it, maybe we can use Lizzie as a replacement. Cool. She was a little bummed today. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so I think that everyone's card, your card was probably run today. I'm sure. Everyone's card was run. If you uh, submitted your... Check my Apple Pay notification. Yeah, you should. Uh, if you um, didn't get selected, then the card that you put on file obviously will not be charged. Uh, we hope that you can still make it out on September 30th. Raise a bunch of money for a good cause and have fun out there in the ballpark and uh, enjoy yourselves. Hopefully the Mets don't clinch that day. Yeah. <laughs> We keep saying that. You know what? If they do, I will gladly uh, be wrong. So we did say that Tim from Mulcahy's, uh, congratulations on on being selected to play. Um, Tim's parents, or his father, owns Mulcahy's. And he actually has season tickets with us with the Seven Line Army. So what we are doing, which we were hoping to do during the All-Star break, it just didn't work out with the timing. We were going to have our second annual open, no, not open house, uh, town hall style meeting where we talk about the group, what we, um, what we have planned for next year, maybe discuss a little bit about the jerseys while people are interested in maybe changing or adding or uh, contributing towards the group. We did talk about maybe a committee a while ago. Right. So we're going to talk about the committee, uh, where we should go next year, because I, I don't like when it's only like our decision on where we're going. Obviously, the schedule doesn't come out till September, but um, we're going to talk about if, let's say, our three ballparks that we have left, L.A., Arizona, and Cincinnati don't end up on weekends. Where should we go? Where should we repeat? Should we go back to Miami? Um, big contingent of Mets fans lives, lives in Florida. Uh, I would like to go to Boston next year. So we're going to talk about basically anything you want to talk about. The microphone will be open to anyone in the building that wants to talk about the group. If you have a complaint, a suggestion, whatever, um, come down. The more the merrier. And it is going to be on Monday, August 14th at Mulcahy's in Wanta. It is steps away from the train station. That is where we had the Sports Illustrated party with um, with Mulgays for Loyal to the Last Out back mm-hmm. in, I think, March it was. So same location, plenty of TVs. The game sound will be on. The open house, town hall meeting, whatever you want to call it, starts at 6. The game's at 7. If we don't end exactly at 7, whatever, we'll, we'll keep talking until we're done uh, with the meeting. And um, the specials are $3.50 Bud Lights and $5 Craft Beers. And that's for anyone that's wearing the 7-Line gear. So just... 
walk in, show your T7L to the bartender and get hooked up. Underagers are allowed to come, uh, especially because we are having that meeting and, and you know we are an all-ages group. So you are allowed to come, but you have to be accompanied by a parent or guardian. You can't just show up and be 20 and think that you're going to get in. Because obviously, you know, when I was 20 and I got into a bar, I would drink. So they're trying to uh, make sure that that doesn't happen. No. So come on out. Monday, August 14th, the Subway Series viewing party at Mulcahy's with the town hall style meeting prior to the game. Um, besides that, our next outing, we have two outings left. Everything else is sold out. So the next one to go up is Thursday, next Thursday. Uh, at noon on Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. It's September 23rd, which is actually Shoemaker's birthday. So it, yes. I wish I could have a birthday party, uh, a birthday uh, on a game day, which which would be great. You I'm, mentioned it last, uh, on November Twitter. 8th. Yeah, it, it'll be the parade. It will never be a game, which is better than a game. But, Monday. It will um, do a joint thing for the parade. Yeah, yeah. On November 10th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, you, Becca, a bunch of Adam. Adam's birthday is the same as mine. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which he keeps telling me and I keep forgetting. But yesterday he was like, oh, we have the same birthday. I'm like, oh, shit, we do. Huh? So Tell anyway. Scorpios. September 23rd versus the Nationals, uh, post-game fireworks show. It's a Saturday. Um, it's Shoemaker's birthday. It's 70 bucks. It includes the ticket in the Big Alpha Reserve, the T7 LA pin, the rally towel, and Thundersticks, which I, I want to talk about at the meeting as well. I think this might be the last year of the Thundersticks. I think they ran its course. Yeah. A lot of us that go to every game don't use them, yeah. and it's a waste of money. Yeah. And when you buy a ticket with us, you are paying for that stuff because that's how we yeah. come up with the price. So we might just do away with Thundersticks next year. Um, so some people might be excited to hear that because not everyone's a super fan of those. A Thunderstick fan. So let's get to a little Facebook Q&A if anyone has anything to ask us. Otherwise, we'll skip that and go to the uh, free tickets. Yes. Uh, share the show if you haven't for a chance to win tickets tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, I should say, 410 start against the Dodgers. And, of course, the Jacob DeGrom jersey free shirt Friday giveaway, which is tonight. Um, sorry, guys. I, I you know, I'm not losing the hat. I'm an Islanders fan. I'm a diehard Islanders fan. So, Richie, <laughs> I love you. I'll give you a hug tomorrow, but I'm not losing the hat. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, let's see. What do we got going on? When do softball tickets go on sale? My mother wants to know. Oh, when do um, I think they said next week. Okay, so there you go. So we'll definitely share it, and obviously we'll talk about it on the show up and leading up to it. They, um, they are going to sell tickets prior. They'll be 10 bucks, but you can also get them at the door. Um, I'm sure... They want to know how many people are going to show up, so they'd probably rather sell them online prior. But ten bucks can't beat it. I like that Cheryl and Richie are arguing about hockey in the uh, in the comment section. Sorry guys, sorry to set off a uh, little uh, marriage rivalry there. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Have you ever spoke to the Mets to get the show on SNY? Matthew Sterling wants to know. No, nah, we've talked about it. They've never talked to us about it, but. Um... I think we've said a couple times that the show wouldn't be the same if we were at a structured show with commercials and had to watch our mouths. Not that like we purposely curse, and I actually actively um, like the big Mike just texted me. What the fuck? Cyclones didn't pick our team, so it's sorry, yeah. dude. Um, Forty-seven teams. Hopefully, you get a chance to play next year. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, so we have we we don't purposely curse or talk in a certain way that's just us hanging out and i feel like sometimes i forget the camera's even on and you and i are just bullshit and drinking beers and yeah. doing our thing so as far as a tv station's concerned i think the show would be just completely different and i don't think it would be as fun but who knows we'll see maybe one day maybe once we start like having like the hotline mm -hmm. and people can call us and it's more of just like a chill like let's just talk to fans type yeah. of thing maybe but for now i like what it is look 
Once would, we move to the studio, it'll be cool, too, because then we can have in-person guests. Yes. And would we love to to put this show on a larger platform? Sure. Yeah, we can get, we'd be getting paid, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, look, it would it would benefit us. So, look, you guys know where to find SMY or My any rent. other outlet. My wrench has doubled. Yeah, I would love to say, get paid. Feel free to tell them that you'd like to see <laughs> us on a, on a Mets-owned network with a Mets show. We're fine with that. I'm already a part-time employee, so you know. Uh, Richie Barrigo wants to know. I um, hope that I pronounced that right. Would you ever bring back a, a licensed version, I assume, of the I Survived shirt that kind of kicked this whole thing off? Not really. It would have to be double-sided by now because the I Survived shirt was the first one in 2009. And uh, there was like three lines that said like, you know, eight, nine, and ten, whatever it was. Um, yep. No, seven, eight, nine, let's go Mets 2010. So probably not. It would have to be too double-sided now. But uh, maybe just something that said, I don't know. I don't even want to give ideas because then people will just jack them. But right. probably not. Uh, Eddie Murray, I'm assuming not the Hall of Fame first baseman, wants to know, will the <laughs> town hall be broadcast online? Um, I haven't decided that yet. I mean, I'm really trying to encourage people to show up because a point gets driven home a lot stronger if it's in person and i think that obviously not everyone lives close enough to go to an event on long island on a monday i understand that i'm not knocking you if you can't make it um but like you said we both said um we're only as strong as the members that um are dedicated to it and i think that sitting down in that type of setting with people is is much more of a real thing than broadcasting it just online. So maybe we'll tape it and play it afterwards, but we're not trying to discourage people from going to it. So I think if we just stream it, people are like, oh, I'm just going to stay home and watch right, it. Right, right. You know, so probably not. We want people to show up. If you can make it, try to make it. I know he lives in Vegas, so he can't make it. Right. Um, I understand, but uh, we'll send you the cliff notes afterwards, and we'll definitely post something afterwards about it. Yes. Emmanuel Rodriguez wants to know, when's the first uh, warehouse sale? Oh, man. Everybody wants to know, Lizzie man. Lizzie just got back. She was in Canada up until this morning at like 3 a.m. So we're, we're back. We're not going anywhere now until Houston. We have a few weeks now to start getting a little bit more situated. We are kind of like ready right now, I think. If we had to, we could basically just open the door and turn on the, uh, the, the, the swiper here and start running some credit cards. So um, I said August at some point. It's now August. So let's say tentatively like last week of August at some point. All right. Um, Brew wants to know what my favorite Dusty Rhodes moment is. Uh, Brew Baca's been having a little bit of a uh, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. Rhodes. Oh, the American dream, daddy. You don't know Dusty Rhodes? Oh, is that that overweight blonde guy? Yeah. With like the polka dot shirt? Yeah. All right, I don't know yeah, that. Is. That's see, old school. You know? That's old school. See, it's hard. It's the hard times promo, oh, man. Like, see, I know about some wrestling back when, you know, the 80s when I was like uh, eight, but I don't know anything about the, the, the current Rhodes, stuff. The American dream, daddy. Um, yeah, you know, that's that's the Favorite best. moment? It's the quintessential Dusty Rhodes moment is the, is the hard times promo. Okay. So, you know, there you I'm go. I'm tired, man. It's only four o'clock. Dude. And, <laughs> I mean... You're not even three beers deep like I am. I've won. Um, so Richie wants to know, Rich Solomon wants to know, he gives us a nice compliment, says our interviews have been really good this year, and do, are we going to try to get more current players? We'd love to have more current Well, we were saying last week, we hope we didn't peak, because once you have Piazza on the show, it's like, how do you top that? You know what I mean? Um, I did make a graphic last night just to just to post about you know who, who we've had on the show so far, and I somehow forgot to put Al Dukes in there. Well, maybe it's because Al Dukes is like, you know what? You should leave opening day in the seventh <laughs> inning, and as you beat the traffic. And Well, we asked uh, for what Brian's talking about, but I just pulled up the graphic here so we have had kevin burkhart nelson figueroa wayne randazzo al dukes josh oshinsky taz paul laduca jim brewer 
Uh, Matt Cerrone, Greg Conway from the Cyclones. Uh, shit, I don't have his name in front. Jim Raris from Raris from McKellar. Greg Prince, Curtis Granderson, and Mike Piazza have all been guests so far on the show. Um, how are we going to top Piazza? I have no idea. But what? Um, shit, what was I just saying? Are we going to have more guests? Yes. Yes, I would like to have more guests. But current players are always. Hard to pin down. Well, we were thinking that maybe in the off season, since we are going to have an actual studio mm-hmm. on Long Island, maybe we can just hit up, um, you know, like Matts or or Frey is still with the team. Like some guys that are kind of local, pop mm-hmm. in, hang out with us for a little bit. We'll see. Um, I think that we're getting more comfortable where it almost seems like not that I'm like dreaming during it, but I feel like when we're talking like with Piazza, like he's right here on the, like, yeah. the little screen, and we're we're it almost seems fake. It does seem fake. But in the beginning, even when we were just doing, you know, not saying that Kevin Burkhart's not as important as Mike Piazza, but we know KB in person, so I was like, uh, not that I was more comfortable with him, mm-hmm. but I was still nervous for that because we were still early on. Now that we're like thirty-one week veterans, I feel like yeah. um, I'm getting a little bit better at it. I My stomach still rumbles before each, each. You get very nervous before. I have to go somewhere else to like to like. In did you my notice head. what you did when when you introduced uh, Piazza last week? What? If you watch the replay, you're going like this. I'm. I was super ner- I was super excited. Yeah, watch it again. Yeah, or if anyone, I'm, if you, it's if you my nervous energy it, getting. You're like out. number thirty-one. Uh, dude, I'm Mike just Piazza. It's, uh, because you you try not to fan out, but I mean, Mike Piazza. I mean, shit. That's my. And Baseball. I think that it was a very good interview because not, I mean, not not to give ourselves pats on the back here, but like, um, I think that the way we spoke with him and the way he was talking with us and he was kind of like laughing a little bit and we were kind of just hanging out. Yeah. And even when I was like, oh, I do have one, he's like, I don't care, this is fun, you know. Like he spent like forty minutes with us, and- especially with like the the little hiccup we got in the middle, and then right away before we even turned the show off, he had already tweeted out like had a great time yeah, talking with the second I- guys. So um, if you haven't listened to it yet. Scroll back to uh, episode 31 and uh, check that out. But it was cool because, like, we learned a little bit more about what goes on with him after, you know, he's in the hall now. And I feel like everyone's, like, off his ass. Mm Because last year it was, like, Piazza, Piazza, Piazza. Um, You know, number retirement, Mets Hall of Fame, actual Cooperstown Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Then it's kind of like we haven't really heard from him every day uh, because he's not in the news all the time. So Mm -hmm. it was cool to hear about, like, him moving his family to uh, Italy, putting his kids in school there. Um, Him coming back to Miami, he said, felt like he was leaving home. Like, he feels like... Italy's, Italy's home, home yeah. Um, it was cool. It was, it was a good time. It's awesome. Uh, a couple of interview requests for Kurt Hawkins. That'd be cool. Uh, you know what? It's my fault with that. Like, I, Kurt I, listens to the show. He does. Which is awesome. He's a new dad. Shout out to Kurt. Congratulations, um, No, Kurt. we should. We should have him on. We should. Um, I don't know who else. I don't know. We have, uh, I mean, there are so many Seaver. options. We got to get Seaver on. If we're going to go for Piazza, you got to have a, you gotta, you gotta you know, have the bookends, right? Yeah, so, right. I mean, we there are a ton of uh, opportunities for us to do some more stuff. I was thinking stuff. maybe Ron Darling, too. Howie would, Rose. Anybody. Howie Rose would be, would be my I next big I think once we move, um, yeah. I think it might be cool to have Howie in studio. Howie in studio would be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And, we'll that, and I, I always and say... And we still have to do... Um, Bachelorette. We still have to do yes. the seven on yeah, Bachelorette. Yeah. Well, once we get in the news, we have news to do spot. it soon though, because I said that the winning uh, couple would go to would a go game. to a game. So, so I got to do that. So we got we might that might have to be our first studio show. First studio show. All right, we just decided. First studio go. show will be the seven. You line just witness a live production meeting. Army Bachelorette. We don't even know who the Bachelorette is yet, or the Bachelors. But whoever wins, we're going to send them to which game? Want to be the shoemaker game? Shoemaker's it's a Saturday, game? so it's probably easier for people. Because after the, the Subway game, Series, it's Saturday, the last Saturday game against the, the Nationals, the and year. then the last game of the year is a Wednesday. I'm getting a hotel for that night. I'm staying the in The last Queens. game of the year? Turning it up. I already told Jeez. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Dude, My if, goodness. If, if we're not making the playoffs, yeah. 
And that's it. That's it. And, you know, there's nothing to look forward to after that Wednesday night game. I'm staying in Queens. We're, we're getting a hotel. We're, we're hanging. We're raging. Where? We're, we're. Being you yeah, and you me? can stay over. Yeah, oh, you can geez. sleep on my floor. Oh, All right, guys. So uh, if you share the show, we're going to give away these tickets right now. Oh, can we just do one thing before? Anything I, else to talk about? Yeah, I feel like we need to address this because uh, Wayne uh, Garotis wants to know. Find out why the booth doesn't acknowledge you guys. Who cares? We don't care. I don't care. We the don't only reason care. I even acknowledge it is because it's a nonstop Twitter uh, mention uh, blast after every time we're at an outing. I don't care. I don't know why, and I don't care. Um, I think it's cool that the away teams do it. Uh, I think they call it Root Sports was the local uh, network there in Seattle. They did. Cool for them. I mean, Howie and Josh do all the time. Uh, on WOR, so I don't really know what it is. I don't really care. It's not for the recognition. It's honestly... We don't go to games to get shout-outs. Like, yeah. We're not there to be like, put us on TV, say the Seven Line Army, let's be in the newspaper. We don't care. If that stuff happens, though, great. If you get a, sh- a f- shot of uh, Charlie tomorrow hanging up the K-cards, awesome. awesome um, you don't have to say the Seven Line Army. Uh, they didn't say the Seven Line Army in uh, MLB The Show, but we're in it. So it's the kind of thing where you see the group, you see the orange, you see the, uh, you know the fandom the out there, and you want to Google it, yeah. you'll find out. That Google it. We are who we are. We don't care if we get name-dropped on SNY. As we pick the contest winners, just quickly, this is the first Mets lineup of uh, Ahmed Rosario's Mets career at home. Michael Conforto leading off in center field. This Rubel Cabrera at third base, batting second. Jay Bruce is at first tonight. Then Yoenis uh, Cespedes hitting cleanup in left. Curtis Granderson in right. Neil Walker at second. Rosario batting Seventh at short, uh, Travis Darno catching, and obviously Jacob Degrom on the mound tonight. So there's your Mets lineup for tonight. Came it's out nice to see Jose was all right after taking that that ball off the wrist the other night. Yeah, and you know what? I think he's done a nice job at uh, at second base. Um, the 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 games he's been kind of pressed into service there. I don't. I mean, when's the last time he played there? When Kaz Matsui was at shortstop. Right, right, right. So I mean, good good on him to uh, really take the ball and run with it. Look, um, we're gonna pick the contest winners. Obviously, uh, this is completely random, and and we don't uh, we don't game this so that we know who wins. So if you if we send it's you a thing though, because if they shared it and they don't even live in New York, it's gonna be tough to do this because if this they don't is even what, live, this is what we should do. We should pick two alternates so that if somebody has tickets for tomorrow night, not only that, people like the the first one, you're not going to win because it's the first name there. They don't even live in New York, so I know they're not going to come tomorrow. Right. So they probably shared because they wanted to be, you know, good but what I'm listeners. Saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that we should pick somebody for Degrom right now, and then we should pick okay, at, like two people and then two extra people in case somebody has tickets or they don't live. You in know New what York it is? Whatever. It's it's nice when we do like a nice gesture, and then it becomes so much work to try to like know, well, come through. No with good it. deed, as right, they stop. say. This is for the DeGrom uh, Free Shirt Friday. It's Brian O'Halloran. So, All right, Brian, Brian. we're going to send you um, a Facebook message here. And if you're already going to the game tonight and you want to just give me this one, that's cool. But Brian, you, Brian O'Halloran, you won this. Um, He's from Dublin, Ireland and lives in Ronkonkoma. I was going to say shit. It's going to cost gonna me say, so much money to ship went this Went to thing. Oh, Kinequat, uh, T-Bird. That's what my wife is. So, Brian, wrote that down? We'll, uh, yeah, Brian, I'll, uh, I'll hit you up and... Send you a message and we'll get your mailing address. You won the uh, Jacob Degrom. So I hope this doesn't end up being more work than it needs to be. Well, we're going to find out. Away. So we're going to find out. So the ticket people, just let it scroll for a while. Ticket people will be. These are the first two people at first refusal. All right. Uh, Terrence Jenkins. All right. Terrence L. Jenkins. Oh, I think I met him in St. Louis. Okay. Cool. Uh, so and then at least I know he goes to games. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, go. Uh, Patrick. Patrick Jarrah. 
All right. So if you guys... So those are the first two guys that can yeah. go. And these are alternates. So if either one of those guys can't go tomorrow, we'll, we'll give these people a, a shot. Uh, Andy Gardecki. I thought all these people... We don't know any of these people. Which yeah, we cool. don't. And that's an alternate. So you'll be first alternate if anybody can't go. Okay, go. And Sean Rogers. So... I like I like his default. It's Mr. Rogers giving the middle finger. I like that. It's, it's very uh, – it's not soft at all. All right, guys. So um, we'll hit you up. Hopefully um, you can make it. Yeah. Have fun tomorrow. Tailgate party. Are you going to be tailgating? Yes. Okay, so come find Brian. I'm not going to be there. Uh, if you want to give him a beer and uh, – I don't know. You could just say drink this. That would be fun. I like beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tailgate party. I like crunchy stuff. Game starts at 4. Tailgate probably starts around noonish. I don't know what time you're getting there. I'll be watching on Fox. I unfortunately cannot be at the game no more, or fortunately or, or unfortunately. I have other things to do. I miss about one game per year. Last year was for my buddy's wedding. The year before that was the birth of my, my daughter. So um, tomorrow is just outing three. I got to miss. So I'll be out there in Shoreham with my buddies from back in the day at the BMX track, and uh, hopefully you guys hold it down. Make me proud out there. And hopefully the Mets win because uh, obviously that's what we want to see, right? It wouldn't suck. <laughs> it would not suck. So, all right, guys, do your thing. We'll see you out there. Or Brian will see you out there tomorrow. And uh, try to make it to the, the I keep saying open house, but the town hall meeting Monday the 14th at uh, Mulcahy's. A bunch of good drink specials. And then obviously we'll be out there at City Field for Wednesday and Thursday for the Subway Series. So do your thing. We'll do ours. Happy weekend. Hopefully you guys have a safe one. Enjoy yourselves tonight if you're at the game. DeGrom versus Darvish. And um, anything else you want to say? Let's get out of here. All right, guys. Later. Thanks for hanging with us on this special Friday show of Orange and Blue Thing. We'll be back next Thursday, our regularly regularly scheduled programming, 6 p.m., facebook.com slash the7line. If you're listening afterwards on SoundCloud and iTunes, we appreciate it. But watch the live show. There's always extra incentives, just like tonight. And uh, we just try to keep it fun here, keep it light, have fun, enjoy your life, and uh, let's go Mets. See you tomorrow, Jabronis.